Hey, 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 Hoops and Cards fans, it's Gary back with another episode. Oh, what an incredible night last night in the NBA playoffs, and we are in for another treat tonight. I cannot believe the Clippers are down two to nothing. Oh, man, I can believe that LeBron put the Lakers on his back and took over game two, because that's what LeBron does. If you look at his history, game one is like, and this is not an excuse, it's just part of him playing the long game on series is and feeling the other team's rhythm, their matchups, all those things, and then he comes back and wins usually games two through five, so whatever. Whatever, Phoenix, let's see what you got. But today on Hoops and Cards, we, we, you, you know, we usually do this episode called Five Buys where we look at, hey, here's some great bargains, some great opportunities in the market and basketball cards and players and things. Well, we are rounding third and heading home on this um, NBA season. It's like the, the last two minutes where, where they uh, come over and, you know, over the PA system and it's like two minutes, everybody, like the season's almost over. The, the dip we've been talking about, the lull is going to become a massive valley, maybe even a canyon in the late summer. And so maybe we should talk about what you're selling. Kind of like I'm not buying that stuff. In fact, if I have it, I'm going to sell it and buy back when it's cheaper. So today, Hoops and Cards, we'll give you five sells. Let's go. Yeah, five sells. And and let me be the first here to say, like, like, wait a minute. You're saying we should sell while the market's low? That sounds stupid. Well, don't do that, right? Don't sell at a loss unless you know something awesome you're going to move the money into, you know, immediately. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying but it's, it's a buyer's market. What I'm telling you is it's about to become even more of a buyer's market. Think of a month from now when, you know, most of these teams are eliminated and we're looking at Lakers and Brooklyn or whatever we're looking at. And, uh, you know, so a lot of these one or two game wonders or one series wonders, those cards will start to drop or continue their free fall. I don't know. Why is Luka Doncic so far down? Maybe it's because they're overproduced. Maybe it's because they built in like how many MVP wards to his uh, to his price to the demand there. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not calling Luca a sell. One thing I would say. Let's start with here's number five on the five sells. Number five would be this year's Prism rookies. This year's Prism rookies. If you're not going to have one graded, and I guess if you do have a card that's good enough, like obviously Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, maybe. Halliburton silver, maybe a few other guys silvers. I don't know. I just, if you have them raw, I'd sell them. Most of the rookies aren't factors in the playoffs. There's still a shine. There's still an excitement to the the current release prism and the rookies and the parallels. I just sell them. I would just sell them while while there's still, you know, there's still a demand for them from some people. There's still a high. They're not what they were when they first released, but they're still higher than they're going to be in August. And so I'd sell. Sell your Isaac Okoros, your Denny Abdijas. 
Now, I'm not saying sell forever and never own that guy's card. I'm saying sell now, buy back in early September when people are just, they, they're just so done with basketball. They're not thinking about basketball. The NFL season started up. Baseball playoffs are here. You know, the last thing they're thinking about is Alexei Pokazhevsky and Theo Maladon. That's when I'm going to be like, Hello, Theo Maladon. I'm going to buy back in. I'm going to get some Isaac Okoros. I'm going to get some Anthony Edwards. And I'm going to say, look, the time to the time to buy rookies, it's like you're getting off on the fourth floor. The elevator's going down. You're getting off on the fourth floor. And then you're going to get back on on the first floor when this is this is like near rock bottom for the basketball card market. So that's what I'm saying, man. Lamelo, Anthony Edwards... Nobody's going to care about them in August. So current Prism rookies, unless you're grading them, they are a sell. Uh, If you want to hold long, that's fine too. I'm just saying. Selling opportunity. Number four on this week's five sells is the current award winners. You saw sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson, most improved player, Julius Randle. You're about to see most valuable player, Nikola Jokic, and rookie of the year, Anthony Edwards. I would sell them all, and I'm not saying sell them all today. I would sell on that news. Sell them all. There there may be an exception. If you think the Denver Nuggets are going to win the NBA championship, then okay, hold off on the joker. Uh, I don't see that happening. I don't think they have enough enough depth or enough uh, solid guard play right now. But I'm saying sell the award winners. The news is out. You have a chance to make some money on that news. And when I say sell, some of these guys that are still in the playoffs, what I would consider doing is listing them on eBay for maybe even a little bit higher than what they're going for right now and best offer. So people can start to send you offers or you list them uh, at, at what you would consider to be a 30, 40, 50% profit compared to what you paid and just wait there until somebody buys them. You know, if, if you put a Jokic rookie online, do not put it at I'm desperate to sell price. Put it at, hey, I think the Nuggets are going to go another round or two price. And right now that might look a little bit high, but when they start to dominate and he's got some triple doubles uh, in a key series, then people are going to buy even more. So again, I'm not saying sell today. I'm saying list it to sell on whatever platform you use. List it a little bit higher so that you can get offers or so that when he goes off, when that player shows off and there's a buying night, when Trey Young gets 50, that's when everybody goes crazy and buys them. You are there for that spike, that moment, and you profit. So I'm saying number four is the award winners. I wouldn't price them to sell cheaply now because the guys I'm thinking of, Jordan Clarkson, could be big for Utah in the uh, the remainder of the playoffs. So I'd, po- I'd post him up there on the high end. In fact, I have a red, white, and blue. Jordan Clarkson, 2014 uh, Prism Pulsar. What a great word, Pulsar. It's like the Pirates' favorite parallel, Pulsar. (laughs) 
All right, five cells, number three. And, and this one, I, I might offend some of you people because you are, you are just solid NBA fans. You understand the game. You love what each player contributes. And, uh, uh, and that's awesome. I do too. I want you to know that. Before I say this, I do too. I really appreciate what, what the role players, what the, what the various positions contribute to a game. The thing I'm about to say, uh, on a basketball level, I don't agree with at all. Okay. If I were to say big men are irrelevant, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Big men are outdated. Big men don't influence the game as much as the little guy who can shoot threes. I don't agree with that at all, but, uh, the card market and the fan, just the fan excitement rallies around guys who score a lot and guys who are absolutely fun to watch. And yeah, guys who can drain a lot of threes. So, so with that in mind, number three on my five cells, I'm just going to use them as an example he doesn't deserve this, but it's Joel Embiid. It's Joel Embiid. It's, dude, you're a big man. You've been doing 25 and 10 or 30 and 15 for a couple of years. And uh, the card market's response to that is nobody cares. Literally, nobody cares what you do, Anthony Davis, Joker. Like, these guys are long-term value plays, but I'm selling. I'm selling. They're They're boring. Like, the big headlines the last couple weeks have been, look what Jod has done to get Memphis there. Look what Luca's doing. Look what Trey Young's doing. Nobody's going, wow, I'm really impressed with the play of Joel Embiid. Like, they're not. They, we're just not. And stat-wise, man, he can fill it up. Anthony Davis turns things around. The Lakers look so much better. But these big guys just, they are not the market movers. Can I say that word? Do I need, like, to, to pay some royalties? Like, they're not... They do not move the card markets nearly as much as when, you know, some guy goes off for 50 points. What's, I mean, Devin Booker is the man. Doesn't matter how many double doubles DeAndre Ayton has and how undervalued he is. It's just Devin Booker's team, period. He and Chris Paul get all the highlights and DeAndre Ayton doesn't. So I'm I'm just saying if you've got big men and you've made some money, the card values are up especially if that team is not really a finals contender that I'm looking at you, Philly. I think Milwaukee can beat you. I think certainly the Brooklyn Nets can beat you. I'm not even sure what Atlanta is going to do or the Knicks are going to do. I just know Joel Embiid is a sell for me. Even if you say he's undervalued. And even if you listen to four other podcasts this week that just praise Joel Embiid, what a bargain. Like nobody cares. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's a guards league. It's a scorers league. And it's a market that's saying, hey, man, um, if I had to choose between putting $200 in a Luka Doncic rookie graded uh, Don Russ or Optic or a Joel Embiid card, like it's I'm sorry, not even close. So number three on the sales list, Joel Embiid and other big men who I'm not saying that I don't appreciate them. I'm not saying that you're not awesome. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be an MVP candidate. I'm saying just the card market. And the way people's excitement level grows when they see John Morant drop 35 is far more than when they see Joel Embiid do it. In fact, they don't even see Joel. They don't turn in to watch Joel Embiid because centers are boring. I just like just say what it is. Sorry.
So now to number two on the five cells feature today. Uh, Sometimes you look at a player whose cards are really hot, who's had a long run up, and who maybe their their big moments have, have come and gone. And some of this conversation about five cells again isn't isn't you like breaking up with a player it's not you saying i'll never own any cards of his before you know or again and i also like it is not saying i'm writing off these people as long-term players or cards to hold on to but here's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say now is the time to sell kobe bryant and i realize some of you want to shut off the podcast right now click on subscribe and bash me on twitter and what I'm saying is, let me let me say, I love Kobe Bryant. Love and loved Kobe Bryant. I think his cards are a fantastic long-term hold, and a lot of them are still a buy. But if you bought Kobe's two or three months ago, and there's been a run-up to things like the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and the way the market just reacted and rallied around Kobe for months and deservedly so, I'm saying now, as an as an iconic symbol of the basketball market, Kobe, whose value will always be worthwhile and good and one of the top guys to collect or invest in long-term, I'm saying now is the time for a short-term sell with the intention of, say, sell Kobe now while the dip is beginning, buy Kobe in September. Am I, am I making any sense to you guys yet? That, that there are certain seasons of the year, the calendar, the NBA year, where this is going to be uh, not only a time to, to, to sell, but you're looking at three or four months from now, a time to buy back. And a time when you see there's going to be big announcements about the Lakers or any other things about Kobe's life or documentaries and things like that, that, that could change the story. What I'm saying is there has been a run-up and he's still in demand or he's still highly favored. And you might want to sell while the value is still a profit for you, while there's still a spotlight on him. And while there's still all these memes going around comparing him, Kobe, or sorry, him, Michael, and LeBron. I love it. love Kobe. But the Kobe's that I have... I'm selling or I actually have like two or three that I'm sending in for grading because I do want to make a little bit more off of them. And I don't care how long I have to wait for Kobe's because he'll always be awesome. And uh, this is just a time when the card market is, you know, again, lull. So it's going to get deeper. They're going to get cheaper. Sell now, buy later. Kobe Bryant. Sorry. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. All right. We finally wrap this up with number one on the five cells list. And this is not rocket science, you guys. As we get further into the playoffs, teams and players that we thought were awesome and we bought into and we were excited about and they had potential to make it deeper in the playoffs. They're starting to look like, well, not so much. And I don't know how much money you've invested in Jason Tatum. I don't know what hopes you've put in Kawhi Leonard. 
I don't know what your thoughts are long term about uh, Paul George. There are teams, there are players that are they're they're like one week away from golf season. They are going to be done real soon, and so the the news is going to be. Oh, the Clippers were eliminated in five because Luka and Dallas just went off. You know, well, don't wait till they're eliminated in five to sell your Kawhis. And don't wait till they're eliminated in in five to sell your Jimmy Butlers. And my number one sell of the week, even though he's a long-term hold, maybe, my number one sell of the week is Jason Tatum. I was thinking of a guy whose card values in his game have just been uh, explosive over the last month. And he really needed to show up and put up 50 points in each of the last two games uh, or whenever they face Brooklyn, you know. And and he's just not doing that. I don't see Boston going very far at all. Sorry, Boston fan, all of my listeners in Massachusetts. I see you out there, Salem. You know, I, I I just think Jason Tatum is tired. I know that's hard to say about such a young player with such incredible attitude, upside, work ethic, ability all those things. I just think he's run into a buzzsaw having to play Brooklyn and having to face that just the three-headed monster. They got blown out last night. I don't know if you're onto this yet, guys, but uh, Jason Tatum is a sell. And he's one of those players, man, that you could buy back in September, October. Fine. But uh, they his cards just ran up a bit. He just had what that fifty-point game. He's he's playing. It's not his, it's not that he's okay. He didn't play well last night or the night before. But my point is, he's still Jason Tatum. He's just a guy I would sell right now. And I could have said Jimmy Butler because I think they're done. I could have said Tyler Hero because you should have sold him already anyway. I could have said uh, what's his cheese Ka- Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. You know, there are there are teams that are on the brink of elimination. And uh, I hope Utah isn't one of them. I guess we'll find out. But, but guys, those are my cells. Jason Tatum, number one on the list. Long-term, fine, hold him, whatever. But the pop count on his prism, base, graded even, they're, they're high enough and they're new enough and they soared up enough that if he's done, like if the Celtics are done, and I think they are, I'm selling my Tatums. Heck, I'm selling Kobe. I, I'm, I'm probably offending everybody in, in basketball hoops and cards nation today. But it's not that I don't want to buy these players long-term or buy back in. It's that I say right now, you might want to capitalize on some of the uptick that they've had and uh, and wait till, wait till prices drop into that abyss of July, August, September, NBA vacation season, right? So five cells. Don't sell and lose money on it. Sell if you're capitalizing on some level of gain or if you know what you want to get into. See, I I look at it as opportunity cost. What money I have in this card, man, I'd rather put it in that other card or in that, that sealed wax. That player that's team is going to advance another round or two or three. And Luca's such a buy right now. And I don't know, guys. Those are my five sells. All right, oops and cards. 
I almost said nation, but you guys are from a bunch of different nations. It's pretty cool, the global uh, connection of podcasts and the NBA. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a change doing five cells. I'm so used to doing five buys. And look how well DeAndre Ayton's playing. And Luka Doncic, man, he's going to carry the, the Mavericks to the finals. And what about, you know, all these other players that if they advance, man, Trey Young looks incredible and his cards are still cheap. And John Morant, if you got out, maybe it's time to get back in. Like, I could totally do a five buys episode in five minutes, Drew Holiday, holy cow, what a bargain. You know, I could I could totally rattle off, but I decided not to do that. I decided, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about rating the 10 cent boxes for Bryn Forbes Prism Rookies. That is, that my, you guys already know about that stuff. You've been listening. You've been picking up what I've been putting down. You're like, hey, wait a minute. We know that there's some Danilo Gallinari sleeper values out there. We know, right? You guys are, you guys are so smart. I'm so proud of you. We, we already bought our Joe Harris's a month ago. So we're not, nobody's shocked that he goes off for 25 or whatever. You guys know how to buy, how to flip. The thing is for me, I've, I've often been, when there's a, a move, I've been one of the one of the last to jump in something new and buy. And, and then I've also been one of the last to sell. And I need to be, we need to be on the front end of that wave if we want to make money and really enjoy this thing. So being on the front end of selling means sell before the, the Clippers get eliminated. And uh, pu- put it out there at a price you're willing to take. You know, don't lose money on it. So again, guys, this has been Hoops and Cards. You know, it's becoming like an every everyday weekday episode thing because the playoffs, this is so much fun. Who you got? I'd love to hear your predictions. Give me a direct message at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, at Cards underscore Hoops on Twitter. Hoops and Cards Podcast at gmail.com. You guys that are listening, I would love your feedback, your questions. Let's connect. I reply and, and uh, respond immediately. Love to hear from you. Give us a review, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to and share us with friends. You're already doing that. So you guys rock. Have an awesome week and uh, see you next time.